Welcome to Flippin' Amazon, a podcast created by women who sell everyday products on Amazon to support our families. Welcome to another episode of Flippin' Amazon. We're excited to talk to you today. It is kind of uh, interesting, depending on who you're talking to, you can get a lot of comments um, from both sides, love it, hate it, but the topic today is discontinued. Do you sell discontinued? Are you a hoarder? Uh, is it scalable? What should you sell on Amazon? What should you not sell on Amazon? There's a lot to it. And uh, for me personally, I started selling on Amazon discontinued products. It's kind of the draw. And it's a great connection point from eBay and Poshmark to Amazon because it's a fantastic return. And it still has that treasure hunt vibe. But soon after probably a year in, it just, you, you want, Amazon is about quantity and scaling and, you know, you know, pushing numbers and you can only do so much with discontinued. So it's kind of why I jumped out of it. Uh, you'll find in the summer, I travel more with my kids just across Iowa. And so we do more discontinued in the summer. It's a fun little break for us all. But what is your guys' relationship with discontinued? Love it, hate it, confused. <laughs> I'm like indifferent, I think. I, I get the draw because it's, you know, pretty high reward. You can make a lot of money off these products that people are really loyal to. And they have almost like a cult following on some of this stuff. Like they literally cannot use anything else ever. So you can... You can ask for a lot of money. <clears throat> but like you mentioned briefly, it's not scalable really on Amazon. And a lot of times stuff is discontinued or, or not discontinued, but um, expired or the boxes are faded or, you know, they're just coated in layers and layers of dust and you still have to clean them. And it's, it's hard to find them. They're, they're discontinued and they they go out of stock and when they're out of stock, they're not getting replenished. So it's a fun thing to look for if I'm in a store, I can't, you know, but I'm not, I'm not personally going out and doing trips specifically to find discontinued products. It's like on my way to Target, there's a little hardware store. I'll stop in and just look around really quick. So it's, it's for me, it's like, it's fun. Because it is like a bit of a treasure hunt. And when you see the ones that you recognize and you see them, it's like your heart stops or it beats really fast for a second. It's, a, it's an exciting thing. It's literally a treasure hunt. Um, but I don't, I don't personally seek it out. I don't dislike it. I just don't seek it out. Um, I feel like it kind of made me, but now I'm just a hoarder. <laughs> I have a lot of discontinued that is not listed and it, you know, it kind of comes back to like my self diagnosed business bottleneck of, I absolutely hate listing things. Like I just, I just can't do it. Even uh, when people have suggested easier ways to list, like just take the pictures and use this app and they'll do the rest for you. And then you just have to publish it. I still can't bring myself to do that. Um, I have like hair Red Bull. I have Pokemon Red Bull. Um, I have some like really insane bolos. And considering that it's still January while we're recording this, I really should probably get off my butt and like make money on those. Can't. Just can't. Just like mentally can't do it. I don't know what it is. Um so maybe I need some accountability. <laughs> uh, we have a woman in our CFM group and she's done like a million dollars on mostly discontinued products. So like it's doable. You I just know. have to do it. Yeah. So I mean, that's more of like, I guess the eBay side of it than Amazon. Cause it's like, those are eBay listings. If I can find like a freshly discontinued, like lead or whatever, like in Keepa, there's a way to hunt for them in Keepa, which is actually a lot of fun. Um, Cause it's based upon like uh, some of it's like the psychology of how people are looking for things and how the price is increasing. And like within a certain, you know, number of days, the price increases by this much. 
Um, and so it, sometimes it's really easy to find them if they're like just gone off. Like currently there's a makeup mm -hmm. that all of the millennials want, but the old one and the new one are both kind of bolos right now. So it is on TikTok. And what is it? It's uh, if I say it, then it is a bolo. <laughs> I'm a millennial. Do like, I want it? <laughs> it's like stay fresh 24 hour. I think it's a Maybelline one, but there's two different ones. And um, apparently it's like the marbled, you know, like matte powder. And, you know, it's got the sponge, the flat, not beauty blender, but it's matte. So it like really helps our old lady pores now. <laughs> no. <laughs> old lady. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can find those. And if I can find those and list those on Amazon, then I do much better. And I will kind of hunt to the ends of the earth for those ones. Um, but I've really had to like remove myself from the discontinued kind of train. The other thing is, is there's some like really exclusive groups for like discontinued leads and they're impossible to get into. And I think that you definitely have a like advantage if you have friends within the discontinued community because it is the little tiny mom and pop stores it is like you have to dedicate like a whole day or a whole weekend or a whole road trip to go hit up those stores because otherwise it's not really worth it like financially it's not worth it yeah Emily just got stressed out about a road trip. There's, <laughs> there's a lot to it. I mean, I don't, I know people can um, sell discontinued on Amazon. There's just a lot of factors. A lot of times the receipts don't work. So should you be selling this kind of Megan, what you said about it's not the best quality because it's been sitting there for 30 years. So I do that's been my struggle too, because Amazon is about like quick, you're getting a palette, you're listing it quick, you're shipping it in quick and there's quick turnover. And when you jump into discontinued, a lot of this stuff has really high rankings too, because it's just not something people are, a lot of people are on searching for it, what it does sell great. So it is almost a completely different model. It is a completely different model on Amazon. And I'm, you it's not like we're saying you can't do it, but there's just a lot. Usually it clashes with the fast moving sourcing FBA shipments. It's just that like today I'm going after this call and it's an hour from my house and I will be there for a couple hours just browsing through dust and exactly what you said, then cleaning it. I love to do it. I'm a little bit crazy. I think, I think discontinued sellers and booksellers are a similar sort of crazy, um, just like hunting for one little thing and then having to clean it up. And then it's just the thrill of the hunt. I've always really enjoyed it. It's, it's kind of like the same therapy as going to the thrift store and looking and then, oh my God, when you find something and just the sheer, I remember I, I'm going to the same store I've been to before and I posted a video of myself <laughs> looking at everything. And April was like, look at your eyes. They're so dilated. This sheer joy alone. So I, I'm here for it. I also remember an experience with both of you <laughs> about a year ago where we found a Piggly Wiggly and there was so much gold. And we were like giggling through the aisles like a bunch of schoolgirls. And I swear all of the employees thought that we were absolutely high because <laughs> nobody Probably. gets crazier about mop heads than us. <laughs> we were like, come here, come here, look at this one. <laughs> it was like so ridiculous. <laughs> is that one dusty enough? Um, I think the other thing though is like half the time that I go to find like a discontinued store, there is no cell phone service. Mm -hmm. So it's like you go, you take pictures then you drive back to cell phone service, see if it's a goodbye, drive back to the store, get it. Um, because there's a lot of research because there's so many things where it's like, there is like a slight difference in the label or not. And it's the difference sometimes of like hundreds of dollars or like even right. the color of the liquid in the bottle. Right. Like the, like the Neutrogena ones, you know, like 
Right. One Neutrogena is $7 and the other one is what? Like $40 now? Yeah. Yeah. The that. other thing that bothers me too is when, <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous, but I don't want, I don't like how helpful the hardware store employees are. Leave me alone. <laughs> or like the small pharmacy and they're like, are you finding everything? I'm like, not yet. Please back off. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never that rude. If you guys know me in real life, I'm not rude. I will say no, thank you. But like in my mind, I'm like, please don't talk to me. I don't want to tell you what I'm doing. I don't want you to question why I'm here. I don't want your help. <laughs> yeah. I just tell they're looking for discontinued things that I have some clients that are like that are really very specific about the products that they want and that I'm looking for a very specific item and sometimes they've been really 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 helpful yeah I always think it's helpful to talk to them uh and we're when I'm buying discontinued it's cartfuls and so there's no excuse there to be made you know, you it's just like, yeah, I'm selling this. That's usually yeah. what I say. Because when you reach the cartful part, yeah, you're like, yeah, okay. Well, m- the store I'm going to today, I buy cartfuls at a time. And so what do you even say? And now I'm showing back up with a camera crew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my friend's coming. We have a little whole camera operation ready. You know, <laughs> what do you say? I love it, but I, I tend to be a hoarder with it just because I don't want to list that on eBay. And so if it can't go on Amazon quick, it sits in my closet. Oh, sorry, yawn. So I'm just now starting to get to it. And the payoff is there. I mean, we're listing stuff and selling it. So then I'm motivated. But just taking the time to take the picture, get it listed, answer the questions. And man... Emily just posted on her YouTube, Crazy Flippin' Mom YouTube, uh, uh, her whole little closet. So if you want to see some of the items that Emily has, they're all over there. I have a few. I, I actually did, in talking, I remembered, I did do one road trip. And, but it was like you said, April, it was like a newly discontinued item where nobody, all of a sudden it went out of stock. Nobody could find it anywhere. And it seems like even when it was available it was pretty selective in which stores it was at anyway. It was a, a, one of those Neutrogena lotions. And I traveled um, like a, a really big loop of all the grocery stores in my area. And I picked them all up. I drove like three hours away from home. I stayed overnight in another city, filled my car full of all these lotions. And I sold all of them. I still have six. And this is where it gets tricky is because all of those ones that I sold before, I could list on Amazon, they were perfect condition, good expiration date, no issues. But these six that I have left, our boxes are destroyed or like stores tried to tape them back together. The boxes just aren't pretty. So I cannot put them on Amazon because it shows the box in the picture. Some people might do it. I'm choosing not to. (laughs) But at this point, since I stopped selling the ones that I had, the price has like tripled. They're like $300 a bottle at this point. And I have six of them. Why haven't you told us what you're selling? I've shared this one. You just have to find it. It's a good one. It's a really good one. one. I'm missing everything. I did find one semi-recently at a store that I apparently missed. but You have to send it to me again. Now I'm like, what is this? I do think that having a group of discontinued and there are just free Instagram, you know, people, groups, not necessarily groups, but just people who search for this stuff and who share everything they're getting. And that's awesome. That's how I learned. I think I'm like three or four years into following this stuff. So it's easier to track things down. But just seeing what people are picking up. I think that's the best thing you can do is just start absorbing all that content because then when you're out, you're like, oh my God, this is from the video. Um, I definitely subscribe to a couple of the discontinued uh, Instagram feeds where they only like share with their subscribers. Totally worth it, especially if you can't get into that super exclusive group. I have so many screenshots of, on my phone of things that people have shared. It is. It's one of those things, too, where you might find it once in 
however long you do this, but the one time you find it, it's like so worth it and you feel so good about it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely I, extra clothes for your road trip. Yeah. I, I love going out and looking for this. I love hunting for this stuff. I have a soft spot in my heart for vintage products anyways, especially products I saw and used as a kid. Um, so I think oh. in a next life, I probably will be like very geared towards vintage and uh, just selling like, you know, nostalgic type products. But I, I think that's just like, it's a very homey, good feeling. It's, it's interesting. I'm telling you, it's like a certain sort of horror weird vibe because you genuinely love doing this enough to go through the travel and the hassle and the searching and the cleaning. Um, it, it's not for everybody. Not for everybody. Definitely not. Especially like it, it's good if you don't need to like live off of it. So to scale it enough to live off of it is a feat. Like a feat. Like don't ever sleep. <laughs> I think location plays a huge role. Um, we are in the Midwest. I've said this before. And so we have a lot of opportunity around us. But the people with Ollie's, you know, certain discount stores, it seems like they, the people who have that store specifically or stores similar, do really, really well that's pretty much how they're scaling. They're buying it more in bulk over there. And I just don't have a lot like that. So it is more one-off products around me, but location matters. So if you're like, I suck at this, I can never, you're probably in a big city surrounded by a ton of people on the coast. And it's just like, I shouldn't say that because people in New York are doing really great with discontinued right now. But I do think location plays a big role. And it's sad that as we just go through towns and you see it around here as soon as a dollar general pops up the mom and pop shuts down um so also it is dying out this in a lot of places the small town grocery stores are dying out so it does make it a little harder so location matters there is uh i do find a lot of um items like in the discount bins, like at my local grocery stores, like there's two grocery stores specifically that do it. Um, one of them just goes through and I don't know if they have a team that just comes through and like rotates the shelves every six months and, you know, does like different mods. Um, but whenever they're changing mods, those bins are so full of makeup and a lot of it is not even close to being expired. Um, it is perfect for small and light. Like you can totally fill a cart on it um and normally it's like half off um that or they're doing like complete and total remodels of stores and that's where i find a lot of other items that i don't necessarily you know like i, I there's no way i would look for that item otherwise it does seem that if an item i source a lot at a local grocery store and if i see that they're doing a buy one get one type deal like, okay, this is probably either they're rebranding the boxes mm -hmm. or they're discontinuing it. So I always try to remember to do like a little bit more digging. Like, should I be picking this up every single time I see it? Mm -hmm. Or is it just maybe right now it's just they're changing the formula or they're changing the box. But if it's like, if they're clearancing it out, I'm like, okay, hold on a second. What's going on here? Yeah, sometimes it's hard to determine whether or not it's just that store chain that's discontinuing it. And that, I think, throws a lot of people, too, because they'll, you know, it's like some stores will write, like, discontinued on it. Right. Um, or if it's actually the whole entire line is being discontinued. Sometimes you can find it on their websites. More often than not, you have to, like, hit them up on Twitter, I think. Um, I think a lot of people have actually the most luck, like, tagging them or DMing them or tweeting them. What are you doing on Twitter to these people? <laughs> I don't know. I just email them. I'll email, email their customer service. <laughs> yeah, I get thrown off our local stores. And that's a great place to try to find what's being clearanced out, closed out, is local grocery stores. And then you're shopping local, too. But our local grocery stores will write a D on the tag. And it, it they're discontinuing out. But it doesn't mean the whole line is. So that always throws me off. But don't we love Neutrogena for just... <laughs> 
putting it on their website, making it yeah. so easy. We love that. I think Avino does too. I want to say there's another big one that that marks it. I'm trying to think. Of, I think it's either. I think it's Avino. But Neutrogena, I always, if I'm, if I'm finding things that I think might be discontinued, I'll text Jacob and be like, pull up the Neutrogena discontinued list quick. Is this on here? <laughs> it is handy to have for sure. We do have in the app, the CFM app, we do have a discontinued section, don't we? We do. We just, it seems like the summertime it's popping mm-hmm. and then you get into Q4 and you're like so busy on Christmas candy um, but it does have some great hauls, some great leads in there. It, but yeah, it is great. If you want to learn this category, get on social media. People are sharing, take screenshots. They, you know, like that's how I learned clothing. You just watch people unboxing and showing what they picked up. Um, the other one is there's influencer. Um, it's a bunch of people complaining about how they can't find products. I use it a lot to find things that are like really hard to find. And it's not necessarily just discontinued. Like it could just be like shortages, but I found a lot of like makeup and stuff. Like people are like, I can't find my color anymore. I can't find this, whatever. And it, it usually then I can find it. I thought that was like them sending you new products to test. No, it has a search function. Hmm. So the highlight of discontinued is the return is fantastic that's why you're doing it i mean we have been selling some great things on ebay lately now that they're listed and i'm just remembered remembering again why i picked it up in the first place um as the downside as far as amazon goes it is hard to scale unless you have a connection um it's hard to list products that you don't have a good receipt for and you also need proof that you are the original buyer. It's new product. You're getting new product. And um, we had Paul from Seller Basics on, and I think that was one of his um, conversations. He brought up Ollie's can be difficult to prove you're the original buyer. It's a new product, and so you do have to be careful with your source, like a, a liquidator. Um, we even have a store. It's actually next to my office and they get Amazon returns by the boatload over there. And it's a store. They put it all out and then you dig through it and people go crazy. Um, you do have to show like original proof. And that also yep. could be difficult for Amazon. And that goes for Marshall's, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, those stores too. Because you will you can find some decent discontinued Neutrogena products too at those stores but like emily said your receipt's not going to be legitimate enough for amazon um so you just have to be careful i think big lots is also questionable because they use their own upc even though they put the like accurate description on their Mm. um on their receipt it's not the same upc so that one's really hard too i i know i see people shopping there and i have nothing against it I just am not organized enough to, you know, what they say to do is like take a picture of the receipt next to the product and blah, blah, blah. I'm just not organized. I'm like, I, I'm the Amazon let's buy pallets I, and I don't buy pallets, but you know, like shelves or boxes at a time. So getting a couple products and having to take pictures, I just know I, I'll forget. So I don't even go to those stores just to save myself some heartache. I think, are you talking about PDQs? What? A product display case. A PDQ. Like as a palette. Like the like the cardboard box that it comes in? No, I'm just talking about like on the shelf or at stores where you can just like take the whole box off the shelf. Okay. I'm not taking any product displays. <laughs> no, not like the whole display, but usually it's... <laughs> Like the um, like the Valentine's Day candies right now. Like they have the box, and then they cut out a port of it, and you just take like that whole box. Yeah, because then you know there's twelve in it, and you're like, I have thirty six of these. And you're yeah, like, that does make it easy. And that's probably, I mean, how to connect this into selling well on Amazon would be look for limited edition and seasonal products. 
Um, and that's probably just the easiest jump into, okay, I'm not doing discontinued. What can I do that has a similar vibe? Limited edition and seasonal does really well. And you do get the same, a little bit of the same high. And the ROI is usually better. That's the other thing is dropping prices on discontinued. How often are you dropping your prices? Mm. For me, it's like, Every month I hold this thing, I'm just increasing that price. <laughs> I actually have a, a product I've had forever and the price is crazy on Amazon. And I don't want to be the price tanker, but I was like, you guys are crazy to think it's sat here a year. No one's buying it at this price. And I slashed prices because I was like, I don't need this in my space anymore. And they did sell and it was, I still made money. It was just more reasonable. It was like a can of cleaner. They had it for 60 to $80, not one sold, you know, it's, and, and you, you do get excited. Sometimes I do think it's difficult to price this stuff as well. Um, so a lot of times we go to eBay solds, um, mm -hmm. filter the sold feature, and then you kind of get a better idea of what it's actually selling. Or it was discontinued and then it comes back. Like the uh, yes. like the 409 like stone and grout or something like that. That one was like, I could have ripped my hair out over that one. Because I had a whole bunch of it. And it was like 70 bucks a bottle. And then it came back and it's like $9 a bottle. Amazon's on the listing. I feel like that happened to everybody a lot in like 2020 because nothing was everything we thought was discontinued was not it was just shipping delays and right. that kind of stuff so like we we made our the first item that we ever sold we were like okay we can do amazon this is it this is how we do this and it was um shout stain remover but it was like the foaming cleaner and it was in uh, an aerosol can and we were like this is it we could not they were hard to find and they were selling for 40 bucks a can and I was paying less than four dollars per can it was so solid and I thought it was discontinued and not no, not being super experienced in the discontinued category but being like it's hard to find it must be discontinued but it was just 2020 was just the year of right. issues <laughs> In supply chain, and it was literally just a supply chain issue. And now, when I see it on the shelf, it makes me like tear up a little bit because now it's only worth three fifty nine or whatever it is off the shelf. <laughs> I, I have enough shout for my whole life, and having three boys, I will never have to buy shout for whatever kind of sport they're in ever again because I have the spray, the gel, and the foam still. And I was like, no. That's just, I just totally garbage dived for that product to dry it off. And it is difficult when you are looking at Kipa charts for products like hot cocoa bombs look two years ago and you would be like, wow, we need to invest in this product. Uh, no, you don't. It's gone. You know, sometimes these things peak and then that's it. Like the next year people have caught on and there's more sellers, more competition drives the price down. So it, it doesn't usually come back like it does the first time. So that can also be the difficulty when you, when you find a random product and you look and you're like, Oh my God, when it was last in stock or last year, chlorine last summer. And then it, you, you do have to be careful with the shortages of the past couple of years. Cause it makes you think, it's something that's not mm. so much data got skewed in 2020 and, and 2021 right. like, like you said like even gingerbread houses which still sell really well but they're not selling for 45 dollars this gingerbread house anymore right. like they were in 2020 because we can all go outside now and hang out with each other so people aren't trying to find these neat fun things to do that were really unique coming into 2020 or just like fun things to do because we can't do our regular traditions. So yeah, if you're looking at Keepa data, do not go off of, hey, well, this gingerbread house, it might go up to $50. No, it's really probably not. <laughs> uh, the other one that's like really funky is the like the pet food shortages. 
because they have had like they've they've had like supply shortages after supply shortages so it was like there was like aluminum for the cans for a while and then there was some kind of like avian bird something or another and then there was like some other oh then there was like a covid shortage like all three and you go back in now and we have avian bird flu again hitting everything so it's like you know eggs are what eight or nine dollars i i don't know i don't buy eggs um and you know so it's like now we're gonna have no chicken for the pet food and i guarantee chicken pet food is going to be hard to find. It's like lamb and rice was really hard to find in any brand for quite a while. Like you, like eight pound bag was like 60 bucks. Yikes. I'm that pet owner now that last summer I was like, who is buying, like just switch to dry food, you know, with all the wet cat food. And now I would totally... I'm I'm the pet owner <laughs> buying expensive products because that's what my baby needs. You're so funny. I do have to say that like during I I do really appreciate that the community, like the whole reseller community during the baby food shortage, because we knew that if we bought it when we found it and we had to make it's even break even on Amazon, and a lot of us did it just to break even, you know, like so that it was out there. That put it at a break-even price, but that price was unaffordable for so many people. And I do like that social media was just like, if you need this product, let me know and I'll go get it for you and just, you know, send it to you, you know, with the shipping, and then we don't have the fees associated with it. So I I do I do see that there is a lot of empathy within the, you know, the whole reseller community when there needs to be for certain certain shortages. Yeah, well, a lot of the products we sell, there is uh, other products in the category that are comparable right. you know when we're talking about hemorrhoid wipes from a year ago you can buy target wipes too or the walmart brands you know it, it was really if you wanted that brand wipe and it goes pretty much in every category it's like there's other things available it's just this specific brand um right. not all the times but yeah, the baby food was different. CFM gave away tons and tons and tons of baby food. And yeah. we were happy to do it. Um, yeah, I agree. As much as the reseller conversation sometimes is negative, um, there's a lot of positive there. A lot of great people in the community. Yeah. I think, you know, talking about 2020, one of everybody's favorite taglines is price gouging. And... I just want to let all of the listeners out there know you cannot price gouge a gingerbread house because it's not necessary for your survival. You don't need the gingerbread house. So I, I would like to think, and at least in our community and, and on in our Instagram community, our CFM community, that you know, when there is an item, like you guys are saying, the baby food and the baby formula, when that stuff that is like a legit need to survive situation we're here to help you we're not going to profit off of your pain on in that case you know if if like emily said if you need preparation h hemorrhoid wipes you, I mean, we, we might we might sell some of that stuff to you for profit but if you're gonna like if your baby's gonna starve because you can't get formula we want to help you <laughs> and we're in the stores every day and we have eyes on the shelves every day. So we're in like a really neat situation where we can help people and help people to find things. And, I, you know, I had I had a video go viral last year at some point and people got really upset because you're ruining Christmas. And how, how can you take from other people with these opportunities? And I actually had multiple people be like, if you see this Gabby's dollhouse, can you buy it for me and I'll buy it from you? Like I've had people like actually reach out and be like, I will, I will buy it from you. I'm looking for this everywhere. And I did, I didn't find, end up finding any, but I was like, sure. You know, if, if I find it, you pay me shipping and you pay me back for the item. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm not out here to try and ruin everybody's lives. Um, and the, the same goes for discontinued. You don't need that Neutrogena skincare product. There are thousands, literal thousands of other products. 
you can find a new one. If you don't want to pay $200 for your Neutrogena lotion, you don't have to. Just to let you know, you can go find one that's like five bucks. <laughs> so, no, I'm not price gouging you because you have other options. You're not going to die if you don't use that specific Neutrogena option. Right. So please stop saying price gouging at me. <laughs> we should do a whole call. This is a great topic for what do you say to unsupportive family and friends who don't really understand uh even reselling clothes, is it ethical? The Just the ethical conversation around reselling is, I think, important. And we should, we'll, do a whole, we'll do a whole call about, especially when somebody confronts you. And honestly, if somebody confronts you online, that's easy for me. Like, I usually don't even engage unless they're actually willing to learn. Oh, my bad. You just added it. Sorry. April just added it to her call topics. <laughs> She's on it. Um, yes. It's really what you say when somebody engages you in person, because mm -hmm. that can be so overwhelming, especially if you're not a confrontational person. So just understanding for yourself, I think that's the main thing. It's like settling the question in your own heart. Um, I have been doing this for, for a long time in high school. I sold cars and it, you know, when we talked about this, I've been doing this. I sold stuff as a kid. So I love this community. I love doing this. And it's, I have a lot of passion around it. I think it's great for the world. It's, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. I love it. Um, so we'll have a whole conversation and we'll just all talk about how much we love it, but also talk about, cause it is, I've had people engage me in person and say, like, you're making people go in debt, um, all sorts of mean condescending things. What do you say? Of course, here with people who love you, it's easy to say, blah, 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 blah. but actually when they confront you in person, what do you say? What do you do? And then you sometimes if you're a people pleaser, you may feel really guilty. And also when you're buying discontinued or even filling carts, there is this little bit of like, is somebody going to judge me? Especially when you're shopping small town. You know, there's maybe like three other people and it's a small and here you are with I probably will fill carts today. That is another question I get is like, don't you feel bad? No, no, I don't. Because they're a lot of these places are shutting down because they just do not have enough customer base. There's Home Depot. There's a Walmart. There's a Dollar General in every small town now in the Midwest. And this is why they are going out of business. So when I go in and when we all go in and shop local, it does a lot for them. And so I they, I have never made an enemy doing that. I'll say that. I have made a lot of friends. No enemies, though. Like We're not asking for discounts either. Like When you go in and you fill a cart, you're not being like, can, you, can I have this for 50% off because it's been sitting for... 300 years like no you're, you're usually unless they're offering it which they do sometimes you're paying full price for that stuff so you really are you're supporting small businesses when you do that which is why i never understand what some stores are like you can't buy all that what, what you're just gonna go and sell it well but i'm buying it from you full price first I, and i haven't had that actually happen i've heard stories of people being like you're just gonna sell all that i'm not gonna sell it to you if you're selling it I'm still buying from you. I'm serving my purpose. It's technically you don't know you don't need to know anything that I'm doing with it afterwards. It's not it's not your right. <laughs> but like I will say I I fill carts with Starbucks cups and people get like all offended sometimes while I had one lady come and she started digging through one of my carts. And I was like, Oh, I'm buying that and she was like, All of this? What do you need all of this for? Uh, and she's like, what's giving me all this attitude? But like, if she was nice about it, and because I, I do this all the time, people will, will come and be like, are these on sale? And I'll be like, uh, yeah, actually, if you want one, go ahead. Otherwise, you know, I'm buying the rest. Like, I like literally, I don't want it. If somebody's there in front of me and they're like, I really want one of these cups. I've been meaning to pick one up. Please take one. I, unless I have already checked out and paid for the items there you know go ahead like I, i'm not trying to take stuff from the people who can't get it and i had one on talking about those shout cans the stain remover too so one lady was like is it really that good and i was like 
yeah, you know, just trying to like kind of BS my way through it because I never know what to say to these people when they're questioning why. But I was like, yeah, it's really great. Gets everything out. And she's like, well, can I have one? <laughs> Which, like, first of all, personally, I would never be like, can I have some of that stuff out of your cart? But I was like, sure, here's a can, you know, I, I'm not trying, I'm not out here trying to ruin your life. I'm trying to find the products that other people in other parts of the country can't find and, and give it to them or sell it to them. But yeah, I, I, I'll sell carts, but I'm not trying to ruin your life. You, If you're there and you want one, you can have one. You won't pay for it. You only ruin lives at Christmas time when it's toys, right? Yeah, when I'm the Grinch and your kid wants the hot toy, but I already bought them all. I'm sorry. <laughs> it it for me, it definitely I think changes seasonally. Um, I used to leave behind items like one or two just for the mm-hmm. local parents kind of a thing. But also, if there if I see in a local Facebook group that somebody's hunting for something that I have, I will totally give it to them. Like, I don't need. My kid's friend from kindergarten, you know, crying at school because they didn't get the, you know, the toy they wanted because, you know, some Grinch took it all, you know, like, if I see it, I'm definitely going to give it up, you know, but I do think that there is a huge issue in how the supply chain works and how inventory is distributed throughout the United States. I there is something not right with the algorithm to decide like who gets what products. And I feel like when we do these discontinued type, you know, road trips or whatever, that we really are just like fixing the algorithm's mistakes. We're like the cleanup crew for the United States. I've never heard that spin on it, April. Really? But I do, I do agree though, because I, you, I have noticed for limited edition products, they go to the coast. They like the crowded California areas. We don't get a lot of that stuff here. There was, I mean, two summers ago, it was this coffee maker, like ice coffee maker. I saw one here in one store once. <laughs> and I know for a fact because people were sending me pictures. I've seen them online. Huge pallets going other places. And I just remember like, wow, they didn't even bring them here. So I, I agree that there are limited edition products. I don't know. They, I don't know why, but they don't make it here all the times. Uh, so, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, and, and too, if you, if you are looking for something, uh, drive a little bit farther away from home, like not towards the major cities, but away from them. Because when I was hunting pools back in early 2021, I went to a Walmart that was like an hour away from me, really rural. It was like the only Walmart in the area for probably like 30 to 50 miles. And they had so many pools that I was looking for. And I literally filled my car with pools, nobody else in the area wanted them. The people, uh, there's a good chance that anybody who wanted one already had one from years before, or maybe they got one or they got it off Amazon anyway. Um, but go, just go a little bit further away from the metropolitan area if you're living near a larger city, and you might find what you're looking for. Just, just a little tip from the pros. <laughs> it's, it's true. Like I definitely, I had. Because I live on the coast-ish. I mean, like an hour in, I guess, hour and a half in. Um, If I am hunting discontinued, I head inland Mm -hmm. or up north. Um, Don't go to the Cape very often because I know somebody else is already there killing all the discontinued opportunities. I do feel like, though, with like some of those more major touristy areas, like the Piggly Wiggly we talked about earlier this episode was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And most people who are going there are not going there to find a discontinued product. They're going there to vacation and chill on a beach. So you can find stuff at these really heavily touristy areas that other people, they're not going there to look for that stuff. There's a few people on Instagram that we've sort of mentioned, not specifically, but in passing, like, they go to other countries. They go down 
to like Jamaica or in the Caribbean into Mexico and they're buying these discontinued products that are hard to find in America anymore, but they're still down there in their pharmacies and Americans aren't going there as often, you know, and who's going down there to look specifically for discontinued products. So the stuff is out there. You just have to be willing to find it. You kind of have to learn through trial and error what you're looking for and where to look for it. It's there. And that brings up a good point. Just locally, I always go to my uh, Hispanic markets Mm -hmm. because, like, there's normal... Uh, what I would say, that's the, that's the wrong word, but there's different culture things, d- different culture preferences. And a lot of times the very Neutrogena or there's even like the Easter candy, even in like limited edition seasonal, that is just not purchased there. They're going there for a different type of product. Um, and so it's left behind. I remember when I went for like yeast a couple of years ago yeast was all over the place in my hispanic market and that it's just kind of an interesting thing for me because i also go there for tortillas and salsa and you know like so different parts of your local community will have different products that people are actually going there to find and buy uh that's always an interesting conversation too because i always find the easter candy and certain so then i'm like what what are what holidays are you celebrating because then you think that's probably a different market you could supply to on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So just learning, I know people in Texas will can get a lot of candy over the border there that's not here. So then you think that's probably an interesting market on Amazon, a, a supply that maybe is not a need that's not being met all over the country, like in Utah or I don't know, as it is in Texas. So that also brings up another interesting topic conversation yeah that is true and in california they there's like an asian grocery store on every block so it's the same like you know yeah source what's around you places that you might not typically go in um but yeah because like i hadn't ever thought about that on like the easter candy side of things or our candy you know limited candy but different cultures are celebrating different holidays but a lot of the grocery stores are still getting all the same stuff not necessarily all the same but you know the the bigger name things because like a hispanic market in the small town in iowa there's still going to be a lot of non-hispanic people going into the spanish spanish market or hispanic market to get their groceries so they're still going to offer other products that maybe typically is not bought by that community so yeah that's a good point i never really thought about looking for limited candy there because in my mind, I'm like, I bet I could find, when I was in California, I bet I could go into these Asian grocery stores, the Asian markets, and find all of these different kinds of food. And I bet, like you said, there's probably such a huge market for it on Amazon that it's hardly touched because yeah. not as many people are going into those stores necessarily. We have a huge Sudanese community in the Midwest. And so there's more and more grocery stores. And um, I'm always thinking about that. I bet there's some really interesting stuff in those shops that need to be on Amazon that could be on Amazon and do well. Um, A lot of my issue, a lot of my breakdown when I go into certain stores is I don't know what's the, the, the language on the, on the actual package is different than English a lot of times. So then I'm stuck back to square one. Like, I don't think I could sell this well because I'd probably mess it up the flavor or something, mess it up. Use Google Lens. But if you are, especially, listen, if you are Hispanic or you speak a different language, Asian, there's probably some fantastic flips that you understand from your culture that you could be selling on Amazon uh, that, you know, is just an opportunity I cannot fill that need. So, yeah, interesting. Different different holidays that you know us white americans completely forget about you know and it it, not that we are like intentionally forgetting about it it's just like we we don't even we don't even know because we were never taught you know Mm -hmm. but huge opportunities there 
So bringing this back around to the discontinued conversation, the moral of the story is there is opportunity everywhere. Sometimes that opportunity is dependent on where you live. Your little part of the world can really determine what you're sourcing to sell. Maybe it is. Maybe you are surrounded by a lot of small town hardware stores and local grocery stores. That is an opportunity. And if you're in a big store, maybe looking at, uh, especially if you are speaking another language, if you are, if you do understand a different culture, that is a, a huge opportunity and a benefit you could be using on a lot of platforms right now. Um, so lean into your culture, lean into your community, what's available to you. There probably is some fantastic opportunity for you. Do you guys have anything else you want to add or are we just dropping the banner? Uh, we're talking cultures, but regionally too, within America, you know, I live in the South. I bet you I have tons of barbecue sauce and barbecue rubs here that you guys wouldn't have access to anywhere else in the country. Uh, April lives in the Northeast. Like there's, you know, the saltwater taffy and stuff that is very Northeastern. What, you giving me weird eyes about saltwater taffy? find more saltwater taffy in the Midwest than I do up here. Really? (laughs) Well, okay. Regardless, (laughs) find your regional delights and figure out if there's a market for it on Amazon. (laughs) And here's the banner. Yeah, definitely think outside of the box. Like if you're looking for products that nobody else is selling, you have to think outside of the box. Amen, sister. On that note, thank you for joining us for another episode of Flippin' Amazon. We appreciate you listening, absorbing the content, liking it, sharing it with your friends, commenting. You can find us um, everywhere. So all social media platforms, almost, right? And here we go on the bottom of the screen. If you're just listening, our Instagram names, go follow us. We'd love to hear where you live, um, if you have a certain niche. And you know what? If you have a really unique niche on Amazon, we would love to hear about it. So if you want to be a guest on our show, if you have something to share, message us. We'd love to have you join us, join the conversation Until next time, thank you for being here. We're sending you all of our love. Bye.